0: okay welcome back to ask a monk next question uh is about divorce and uh, i was asked the question about how to deal with a divorce when you are a third party or i guess in this case your parents are, are divorced or divorcing in the process of it how do you deal with it um and I guess, as always, we should put the question in context, and uh, because here we're talking about several different things. We're talking about the idea of family and 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 one's parents. We're talking about the the concept of marriage, um, and we're talking about suffering. So these are all these are three uh, three of the issues that come up in 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 relation to divorce. The The concept of a family uh, has to do with all of those concepts that most of us seem, most of us find to seem or that seem to most of us to be ultimately real. For instance, being human. Um, We think that humanity is something real. Um, We think of our, our, our gender as being something real. And as a result, these, reality, or these concepts form our <clears throat> opinion, our ideas about reality, our ideas of family, our idea, the concept of, of having parents. And I say these are concepts and I think they should be uh, broken apart. They should be broken down and understood to be simply con- uh, concepts. Reality doesn't admit of any of these uh, concepts. That in, ulti- in an ultimate sense, there is no human, there is no <coughs> gender, there is no family, there is no uh, mother and father and so on. And uh, I'm gonna get in trouble for that because on a conventional level, people understand that there is mother and father. If I say there is no mother and father, then people are going to say, what well, that means we shouldn't um, respect our parents or we shouldn't be thankful for the things they've done and obviously that's not the case but on an ultimate ultimate reality doesn't admit of these things and when we can break our break away from these concepts then we can break away from a lot of the suffering that comes from them um so for instance our our, in this case our attachment to our parents we understand them to be a specific entity our father is thus. our mother is thus our family is this unit. There is an entity that we call our family. There is a relationship that we call family, that we call the blood relationship, and so on. But, you know, simply looking at, you know, if we examine these from a scientific point of view, it, it's, it's easy to see the, the falsehood of them. I mean, as human beings, the, our understanding is that by blood we're related to, to each and every one, each and every human on the planet and um, by blood ties so we're all family um, obviously this is a um, beneficial realization as well because of all the you know it, it breaks down all of the uh, cultural barriers all of the um, racism and prejudice and so on the uh, us and them mentalities that pervade the world uh, but whether it's useful or not it's the truth the reality is that there there is no there is no barrier or boundary where we can say this is family and this is not it's just a matter of degree and that degree is important um in in one sense in terms of our understanding of each other our ability to relate to each other our knowledge of each other's past and so on and this is one this is the relationship we have with our parents there is a um, th- there are many um emotions and many memories and and many ultimate realities t- that are tied up, tied up with this concept of family once we have parents then we have um we have many many attachments that go along with that and we have many um comforts and supports. There's many beneficial things that come, obviously, from having a stable family unit. But something that will help us to deal with divorce is to understand that um, th- there is really no no change occurring, that apart from the actual suffering that comes from a divorce, where you lose the stability, where you lose the... Um, the cohesion, where you lose the support of having two, uh, two parents and a, a family unit, Th- there's nothing. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing. Um, there's no problem, except in your own mind, where you you've been, you, you've had your your life disrupted. You've had your way of looking at reality change, and in fact, it's in a way that makes it that that seems like something that was very real and whole has broken into has has broken into pieces when in fact that's not the case because the the idea of a family unit is in our mind it's a concept if our parents split up it just means that you know this this entity this this mass of physical and mental realities has has separated has gone here and this one has gone here and they're relating to each other in a different way uh, the the problem comes with our attachment. And so this gets into our understanding of suffering. But first, the, the other concept I'd like to talk about uh, is the one of marriage. Because it, it relates to, the first one, it relates to the idea of having parents. So <clears throat> our reliance on our parents is one uh, attachment that we have. It's It's something that we've misled ourselves. From, from our very birth we've we've been misleading ourselves into thinking that there was something stable about the family unit and uh, throughout our lives that stability will be eroded or shattered or, or taken away from us and it will generally lead to a great amount of suffering and and as a result, learning understanding that what we thought was stable is not in fact stable and it will allow us to open our minds up to the idea that that Um, that that life is transient, that we shouldn't cling to things and as a result we'll be able to accept change better. Most people come to this, so they come to a realization and they come to wisdom through the suffering and realizing that they were setting themselves up for this through their ignorance, through their misunderstanding that there was stability. Uh, Marriage... is another is another concept and it's it's also tied up with a lot of clinging obviously um, so the 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 idea of of a divorce is one that um, we think of as as breaking something up that there is uh, there is something that has been shattered with the with the marriage and we feel bad about that even if we're not uh, involved in it. We also feel like uh, there there is something incomplete, there's some some knot that has been untied and you have to tie it back together and so on. But it, marriage is simply a contract, it's a, it's a conventional agreement between two people and th- that agreement has to do with morality, it has to do with not cheating on each other, it has to do with supporting each other and so on. So there there isn't that mutual support uh, anymore, Th- these people have come to an agreement that they are not going to to act in in in, the, in those same ways anymore. Uh, it, it's really divorce is nothing. It's just a change of agreement, a change of our relationship. It, it's like um, you know, leaving one job and going to another job. It's it's simply a change. So again, a lot of the suffering that comes from divorce just comes from our attachment to concepts the idea of, of the solid family unit, the idea of stability, which is a false one um, in the end we have we have to accept the fact that reality is impermanent everything is changing, and if we whatever we cling to it's only going to lead us to suffering um, because because it's not stable so this is one side of things, and if this is causing you suffering then it, then you should immediately wipe that out of your mind and, and, and move on The real suffering that comes from divorce and this is one that is much more difficult to overcome is the negative emotions that are caused by divorce uh, the anger when the greed when uh, when you know, there's jealousy uh, involved with uh, with a divorce, so <clears throat> anger comes when you are blaming each other for for the divorce and so on there's guilt involved with it uh, the guilt in relation to one's children and so on. There is a lot of stress involved with the work that's required to um, you know, split up uh, and there's a lot of greed involved in terms of of splitting up. One the belongings of the family, you know who gets what and and how much, and then lawyers get involved and there's more stress um, there is jealousy in terms of uh, tr- competing for the love of the children, you know trying to um, trying to not be seen as the bad guy, and so you 'll have both parents vying for the the love of their children saying how how great they are, and how, how how you know trying to show off, and and uh, and you know be, because they're afraid that the other parent is doing the same thing, and and it's a competition because they don't want to look like the bad guy, and they care what their children think, and and they're afraid their children are going to judge them, uh, and and you know it, it's it's like this when when you know two people are are vying for the love of one person. So the children get caught in the middle and the parents um, you know, fight, fight using the children. And that, that can be a great amount of suffering for, for, for both the parents and the children, obviously. The children feel terrible having to be put in the middle and obviously they don't want to choose um, between their parents. <clears throat> So, how do you deal with these sufferings? Once you can come to terms with the idea of the divorce and and uh, overcoming the concept of of the life that you had that has now been shattered, uh, this is where obviously meditation is is of great benefit. And so, if if you begin to practice meditation, if you're able to look at the experience as it is. Uh, I think it'll be essential, it'll be uh, incredibly beneficial during that time. You you have to understand that it's going to be a specific length of time. Eventually your parents are going to move on. They may already have moved on. It's been a while since this question was posted. But whatever suffering comes from the divorce, or even long-term suffering in terms of not having the same stability that you had before, has to be ameliorated through understanding through the ability to accept the reality in front of you it, just because it 's different doesn 't mean it 's bad, uh, just because one is stressed and and has headaches and is having to deal with a uh, difficult more difficult situation than before, even having to you know, work more or, or uh, work to support one 's family work to support one oneself and so on uh, that doesn 't mean that one has to suffer if you can accept and, and live with the reality and not cling to your idea of how it should be, uh, or um, be upset by, uh, by disappointment, by, by not getting things uh, the way you think they should be, when you're able to simply understand things as they are and to see that this is what's happening. When your relationship with reality is not, I wish it could be some other way, or I hope it stays this way, your relationship with reality is, it is this way. And in every moment, knowing that now it is this way, now it is this way. When you're able to think in that way, that this is reality, this is reality. And you see things and you know that you're seeing. You hear things and you know that you're hearing. And you, your relationship with reality is an understanding and an acceptance and a, a clear awareness of it as it is with no thoughts of the past or the future, in terms of regret or worry or, or thought, feelings of loss and so on, then you will be, you know, obviously you will be far better off. This is clearly the the preferable path. And so this is really the um, the way out of suffering. This is the path that the Buddha taught. So you can take a look at some of the videos I posted on how to practice meditation. I think they would be of great help to anyone suffering from this sort of stress or any other stress. Um, And I hope those are of use. Uh, Quickly, if you haven't looked at those videos, then it's a very simple practice to to see things as they are instead of wishing they were some other way or holding on to these things and hoping that they stay this way. You, you simply remind yourself that it is what it is. You don't put any value judgment on it. When you see something, you say to yourself, seeing, you know, knowing that this is seeing. When you hear, hearing. When you smell, you say to yourself, smelling. When you feel angry, you say to yourself, angry. When you feel sad, you say to yourself, sad. When you feel pain or headache, or something, pain, pain or headache, aching, aching, and so on. Simply knowing it for what it is, this teaches you how to accept and to understand reality for what it is instead of uh, wishing it were some other way or or, or holding on to and clinging to it and setting yourself up for greater suffering. So, But I'd encourage you to look at the videos that I've posted and, and uh, if you have time to read the book, I have a book on my web blog that's better than the videos, uh, at least in terms of the information it contains and it should give a basic understanding of how to practice mm-hmm meditation in the tradition that I follow. So thanks for the question. Hope that helped. All the best.